From tea to green, you've never played golf like this. Welcome to Nostalgia, the only podcast that plays and reviews every NES game released in North America in chronological order. I'm Mike. I'm Sean. I'm Joe. Nice. And Joe is once again joining us via satellite. And today's episode is all about golf. So guys, let's talk about some initial impressions. What do you got, Sean? Um, I was actually pleasantly surprised by golf. Um, that is, just so you know, that's very rewarding to hear because you were the person I was most worried about going into this. Joe and I have talked a little bit on the side about golf and n- not in depth to the podcast but like i was worried i was like maybe sean won't be like as crazy about this game now but why now, do you say that uh, n- that's a that's a topic for the post show maybe um but <laughs> okay. please let's hear that let's hear some more of those initial impressions uh well i think that um it, this just i i think that this is actually like the first game um that got golf right um cuz i did a little I did a little research on what kind of games came out for like I don't know like the Atari and the Intellivision and they look uh, hideous. Okay. And uh, just I I think the fact that you have so many variables to choose from between like club selection and dealing with the wind and uh the actual um courses you know they're basic but they do look cool um that this is probably with the technology that they had the best um this is the best approximation of golf that i think that they could have done okay joe what do you got uh, uh yeah i mean i kind of was also pleasantly surprised i at this point we've played two other major sports games a football game and a baseball game and i think golf really got it as accurate as it could compared to the other two especially um but yeah it was it was just a fun game you know it was a fun golf game it was awesome golf. <laughs> All right, so I I had to uh, do a little bit of research before I played this, and I just have to mention uh, that going into this, I had some huge expectations because uh, golf was designed by Shigeru Miyamoto uh, of Super Mario Brothers, Legend of Zelda, all that kind of fame, uh, programmed entirely by uh, Satoru Iwata, um, president of Nintendo, uh, and also known for so many programming tricks, and uh, just that, that was incredible on its own, but also... All of the sound design in the game is done by Koji Kondo, uh, the Legend of Zelda composer. So you have like three huge names on on this game already, and I haven't even touched it. So of course I have big expectations for it. Uh, and when I played, and I'm not a golf guy by any means, but when I played, I I immediately wanted to know more about how to play this game, how to do it correctly, how to get my score down. Like it it was intriguing enough because similar to how you were always saying like minimalist football minimalist baseball this is minimal golf but it's minimal golf done right like yeah it, it feels rewarding so i think like with that i'll just go really quickly about the objective of the game for those of you that don't know uh it plays <laughs> exactly sport in yeah, which <laughs> it plays exactly like real golf uh you play all 18 holes nine in nine out and you try to score the lowest score possible by uh, getting your ball in the hole uh, that about covers up the objective. <laughs> that is so. Golf. Let's talk about uh, the gameplay. Uh, anybody want to give some gameplay thoughts? Yeah. Um, I, I, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Okay. No, this is all you, Joe. <laughs> all right. Um, well, no, I I just wanted to say that I think the um, the only thing that initially I thought was a little bit of a hindrance, so really the only 
problem I had with the gameplay was um was turning when you when you try and turn your angle. It's a pretty uh it's a pretty big angle. Like like sometimes it's like a like, compass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you only sometimes have, like... I was like, I don't want to go forty five degrees this way or whatever it is. Like I want to kind of go in between, you know, northwest and no, north. I, I had uh, uh I had that problem too, or at least perceived but, problem. I think right. that becomes a but lot more I... of a problem too, though, with the wind. Yeah, like when right. wind is when wind I, um, is not in your favor. Once I took a look at the manual and realized that you can, uh, you can curve the ball. It kind of got a lot easier to kind of correct for that. Like I'd be like, oh, I'll be here, but since I can't go in between, I'll just kind of go a little to the left and curve it a little to the right. I did find the curve. The curve is great, but I did find that to sometimes, especially at first. Like once I got it down, it was good. But sometimes it's a little bit of guesswork on which direction. Oh, the, totally. The ball is going to curve and um, how much it's going to curve. Yeah, uh, that's actually, I discovered that because, again, I don't usually read the manual. Um, uh, I, I discovered that by just, like, being bad at it real quick. Like, I was curving accidentally, and then I realized, like, oh, okay, so this is basically uh, how you get that fine-tuning if you if you really want to, like, uh, uh, get around that bunker um, or make sure you land on that island correctly. Right. So um, I think it was, it, and once I once I realized that that was a part of the game, like that added so much more depth. Because, yeah. There's even right. uh, going on with that too with the curve. There's also like a, and I don't know if this is the right word, but like a top spin too, where if you hit early enough, you can, um, you know, you're kind of hitting the ball up higher, so it's it's actually fighting against the wind a little better to keep that like straight line going. Uh, if so. If you're hitting on the power meter, if you click a, like a lot of power and then kind of quick click again pretty quickly, like before you ever get back to like your center white meter, if you click around there, it'll actually kind of shoot like a pop up instead. Oh. Well, because Isn't what I just like a club thing though. Yeah. No, yeah, it's with the, the clubs. Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah, because there's the um, I guess the W is for wood, and there's the the yeah, PW and then the and the I is for Sorry, iron. I'm not yep. a golf double. I'm no, no, golfer, it's for wood and uh, iron. Yep. Right. So there's a PW and an SW. What are yes. those? Anyone know? I have no idea, and I did not uh, care to research, but I only, so, so, I exclusively use those in the bunkers. Yeah, no. Right. I, think, uh, I, I assumed I always that those were was wedges. Like, yeah, power wedge and like a... Uh, soft wedge. Short wedge. Soft wedge? <laughs> soft wedge. I don't, we are not golf. Sounds like a great sandwich, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're clearly showing that we're not golf people, but that says something that we're not golf people, and we all like this game. Yeah, right. and um, another little uh, ingenious piece of uh, design was how they let you know um, what kind of slope you were on on the green. Like, at, at first right. I thought, like, okay, I thought this was just their little texture for showing that you're on the green. Right. Um, but no, like, those are arrows that are pointing um, where the slope is going. Yeah, right? yeah. So yeah, there were little little Vs way. on the green, yeah. Definitely yeah. So thought like... the same, that they were, like, a texture. Yeah. Right, uh, and, and it it wasn't like an obstructive like oh here's the arrow on the middle of the screen. It it felt like it was part of the environment that looked like mm -hmm. it was. So I I was talking about the the simplistic nature of the game, and I I really wanted to kind of break this game down. So I did break it down into just seven elements, and I'd love to share them with you guys. So there's five things you control, and there's two things you don't control, and that makes up the entirety of the game. You control your stance, your club, your swing, your force, and your putt. You don't control the things that are outside are the wind and the obstacles. And that makes up the entirety of the game. You can describe the whole game in just those seven things. And I think that something about that while relaxing was also like incredibly like like satisfying to see all work and continue to be like, oh, I got to try it this way this time. I got to use this club instead. Like, oh, the wind is more powerful 
um, on this course this time, so I can't get away with using the nine iron. You know, yeah. like I, I think that um, a lot of a lot of people now with just um, the design philosophy of um, just more content, more content, more content. Uh, people will see the fact that there's only 18 the o- there are only 18 holes and mm-hmm. there's not another course like they'll see that as a demerit for the game but i don't know about you but my first playthrough i had like 60 above par oh like, yeah yeah no so... I, I was awful especially because i just really didn't even understand like which club to use like yeah. i was using the the one wood for the first shot on everything uh-huh. and then i would just kind of like think like oh this is i'm pretty close i, I should probably you know scale down a little bit and then, you and then i hit like it by like yeah i'd overshoot it and i was right. like i thought i scaled down yeah exactly like, no you really yeah. have I, to I like much, scale it I, i'll be honest i pretty much only used the one wood the two wedges and the putter i never used an iron you never wow. used an iron i don't I know how you iron. did that that's incredible yeah. joe i was i was almost <laughs> exclusively using irons after my first uh one wood wow um, but I was always shooting for max power too. Like, like right. here's why. Okay, let me explain real fast because uh, I feel like this is definitely worth mentioning. This game is changed by the manual, and we say that a lot. But when you look at the manual in this game, it actually has a section that describes how far each club oh yeah will in drive in right. yards in the bunker and in the green. So you can kind of assume like okay, because it does tell you that you're like 343 yards away from the um from the hole. Now I wish my one wish for golf on the NES would be that they would have been able to dynamically change that as you got closer so you would know how many more yards you had to go. Oh, okay. It always says it always says the same amount. So whatever it was from the start. Now that makes it kind of like guesswork, but it was also kind of fun too. I was like, cool. okay, well I hit it 180 yards, so I've still got another 200 yards to go, so I still should use the one wood. So one thing that um, I don't think they should have included the uh, the yardages per per club. I think that um, you sh- that should just be something that you get the feel of throughout the game. Like, oh yeah, I've been using this club, and like in my past experience, it it, it allows me to to go about this far. Or I I definitely won't overshoot it if I use this club because it only it usually only goes about this far. I think that. Um, you feel a lot better about your own skill if you've just if if you've like figured this all out by yourself. Right. I think, okay. especially because you you could be shooting with different powers, so you might you know kind of have a preference with things. You know, you can kind of yeah. get your own. Like, yeah, and I think that that's why going. it's okay that they included it because there's still a matter of like you know, and nothing is guaranteed either. Like, there's still a matter of preference for your clubs, but I think like for me, and this this might just have been a, a me thing, but I, I was kind of having a tough time understanding which club i should use unless i was referring to the manual like it it did help to kind of be like okay i want to hit this 170 yards and it was like not easy for me to just be like oh yeah that's the three iron like you know it's like i would i had to keep going back i didn't i couldn't memorize them yeah i I think that's why i I sort of yeah i feel like that's why i sort of stuck to the same couple clubs because okay because it was you like, knew the power. Yeah, of I didn't clubs. want to keep looking back at the manual, and I was like, okay, I can just adjust how hard I hit this one, and you know, these ones do different things. But probably, if I were to be playing more often, playing someone like really competitively, I would have to like actually start looking at the other clubs. But but you know, I, yeah. I was kind of playing this multiplayer with uh, with my sister, and we both started out really bad, and both started getting a little better and a little better as we learned uh, the different like intricacies of the controls. Yeah, but going back to. Um... Uh, like kind of 
how many things like you input and how many things change and stay the same. Um, I think even though you've got one course and yeah, the, there are really only these few things that change from play through the, from playthrough to playthrough. I do think that there is a lot of replay value just because I don't know anybody that's going to pick up this game and, and like just be good at it. No, <laughs> um, yeah, for sure. Oh, Even if you know golf, yeah, this is I still all feel about like you're going to be surprised right. by yeah, right. Especially the the um, I mean, just just your swing. You have, I mean, for a little context too. There's like you you press A once to start your backswing. You press A again to start coming. You know, to start your forward swing, and I then this you press game, A. Yeah, I think you, this game actually codified that as like right. the actual way to play. Right make make golf a game right right and what surprised me though was you press a a third time there's like a little meter and when when your meter reaches like a little white spot you want to press a a third time that's the ball so that's like where you want to impact the ball and what i learned later on was if you if you hit if you're early on the impact it slices it curves to the right yes and if you're late it it, uh hooks it curves to the left and if you hit it in the in the white spot it's a straight shot so that like getting a lot of function yeah, they're getting a lot, a lot of out of that one meter. Right. It kind of button. it kind of makes me wish that like and this is ridiculous, but if like baseball on the NES had <laughs> that power meter, yeah. you know, where it's like you right. kind of are like winding up for your pitch and then it comes down, you know, it's like so much of like what golf is implementing here could have been used in almost every other right. sports game. Mm-hmm. Now, the the only thing that kind of bugged me a little bit about it doesn't really bug me. I think it works great. I love the control system, but if I think about it logically, the um where you hit the ball has kind of become a timing thing. Like where you hit the ball has, has to do with when you press A, which right. doesn't really translate to golf. I mean, I don't know another way around it, but um, which doesn't doesn't bother me because I don't play golf. I mean, it was yeah, still I fun. Again, like, I'm kind of glad that this wasn't that, like perfect. Was, mm-hmm. Right, right. When I stepped back to think about that, I was like, wait a minute, that's not how golf would work. But I think it, it didn't simulates. Stop me from having fun. I think it simulates as much as it should, and right. it leaves all the other stuff. Um, on the floor where it, where it, at least if you're play, trying to play a video game where it belongs. <laughs> now, how did you guys feel about putting? Right. I liked putting. Um, I think that uh, it, I, I had more fun putting than I did uh, on the rest of the field, or I'm sorry, on the, on the rest of the course, <laughs> um, just because it's a lot more like you're given more information. Um, you are given more information, but I would argue sometimes that like, you know, as long as you don't get an out of bounds or a water hazard, making it to the hole isn't that tough. It does become tough when you wind up on the green for the putt and you're far from the hole because oh, yeah. the power of like what you you know like what you have to guess about. And I think that's rewarding. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm saying like the putting for me was harder than the actual like wow. getting to the hole, like driving through. It, I would usually get to get... the hole in three strokes, three to four strokes. It, it... It can definitely get tough when you're far away, especially with like the roll of the green. Like if you, because if you miss and then it, and then you go downhill, you're just gonna go. I mean, sometimes it takes you off the green. Right, and then you have the, to get uh, back onto right. the green. And right. I never, I never was able to putt into the into the hole from the overview screen. But I was actually one time very proud of this. I was able to use the PW club and actually hit it from into a for no for um. Like from the overview screen, hit the PW into the hole and get the uh, eagle. Oh wow! Like oh, nice. get a, it was yeah. a surprise eagle. I wasn't I, expecting it at all. I was I having a terrible too, game. Yeah. I had I had 
Yeah, I, that was the same game that I had a like a plus sixty. I did get a I did get an eagle, and that no that it there's a lot in this game that uh makes you feel like you've accomplished something when it connects when it yeah. all connects and you could be having a bad game mm-hmm. and when you get that one hole you're like oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're like I can't believe I just did that it's very therapeutic. <laughs> uh, yeah. anybody want to talk about uh like a hole in particular that they found challenging? You don't have to know the whole number, I guess. Maybe just like describe it. I just remember there was one where I actually I wasted like seven strokes um, because they were all OB. They were all out of bounds, <laughs> and it, it, like it's not because, not like a water hazard where it'll just put you to the closest um, uh, point on like the coast. Um, you just have to keep trying, and right. everything I was doing was just hitting that one tree. And I'm like, I'm just next to the tree. Let me just let me just put from not put from the tree. Let me just hit from the tree. Right. No. Nope. And there, there's um there's kind of like more of an advantage to getting a water hazard than an OB because at least the water hazard will place you near it. Exactly. And they, right, and they both right. only count for two strokes. So it's like sometimes it's like, yeah, I'll just take the water hazard. Yeah. Like, <laughs> might get closer. Yeah, I, I was I was impressed with the variation of the of the different holes. I mean, there was you know, there were there were like a couple with like a few little islands and you can kind of decide which islands you you know, how many islands you wanna hop if you wanna go like the easy route. Right. But you gotta probably take more strokes or if you wanna risk a water hazard and go on I was, like a harder I was, uh, island get... I was pretty this is just like one of those little small touches that I liked but in the manual it actually contextualizes all the holes into I a thought map. that was the best part I that saw was that, like, that was so cool yeah. that was everybody should take a look I'll link it in the show notes everybody should look at this because like just the idea that they that they didn't just come up with like eighteen separate holes, but they said like, no, this is how it would look on an actual <laughs> golf course. Right, like, yeah. that's phenomenal. Um, I love it. And I think for me, the hardest, uh, and this might be the one Sean was talking about, but I can't say for certain. It was only like a two hundred fifty meter uh, course, like from the hole to you, but there was a um, kind of like a bridge of trees in between you and the circle where the uh, hole was. So you had to kind of figure out like just the right club to hit it. So this mm-hmm. way it wouldn't land in that first batch, but it would at least go over that batch of trees and into uh, that second area. And for me, that just became tricky because I was so used to using the one wood and, and powerful clubs like that, that to start off with a guess was kind of tough. It was yeah. like, I think for that one, I was using like the three iron just to start it. Even that might have gotten me out of bounds like the furthest. Is that the hole where there's like the circular clearing in the woods? Yeah, but no, that's another hole that is right. that's another hole that's very challenging. But that's the best way to go about that hole is I, getting oh, in that in absolutely. that circular section. It, but it, yeah. it's really it's really one of those risk reward things because it that that little clearing is calling to you, and every time I tried to swing for it, I got it out of bounds. <laughs> right, and 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 it's two strokes, and you're back at the beginning. Mm-hmm. What, you know, but what, what, what? So I I found out that a one wood full power. Gets you kind of right in the center there, as long as you hit a straight shot. Wow, so that's what I always did whenever I came to that hole. I was one like, I'm, uh, once I once I figure that out, Joe's reading strategy guides to to golf. Yes, yes, I was, uh, <laughs> I was on the I was writing the strategy guides to golf. And we were talking about um, what was it two episodes ago? We were talking in Duck Hunt about how um, no one keeps track of high scores and stuff like that. I was keeping track of my score. Oh, yeah. And I was pretty satisfied that after like six or seven hours of playing this game, <laughs> which is a lot, wow. but I loved golf. Um, after six or seven hours of playing this game, I landed a negative two uh, wow. to finish. And it just, fe- it just felt so good. Wow. Um, that's great. 
But well, can, I, can I just but say I, that there was there was one one night I don't remember what I texted you about, Mike. I texted you about something, but you responded with a picture, or I think it was in a, a group text. You responded with a picture of you playing golf, and you said every night. Oh yeah. So, so that says something it's, about your uh, your enjoyment of this game. That's true. I really I really got more out of this game because uh, to Sean's point earlier, it feels good when you're playing well in this game. Like mm-hmm. it, it became satisfying to like start off first game. I think I got like Sean said, like in the sixties. And then to get it all the way to, it got it down pretty quickly once I got the manual because I was referring to the yardage. But like even seeing like single digits and then finally getting closer to zero. And then I'll be honest, that negative two was just, you know, it's something else. It had to be over like, the moon. Yeah, it, it was. It was. Something, I took a picture of it, sent it into the to the chat actually. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, but that's not like normal. I'd say my normal game is like eight. You know, but still, like eight above is not that bad. We've actually got uh, a little video uh, just to keep everything. Um, just to remind us of stuff uh, as we're as we're doing this uh, uh, this this podcast, we've got a video of of just somebody playing golf, running, and that course. I forget the whole um, eleven. Hole eleven is the one that made me go like ten strokes over. So, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um. But also, uh, going back to like, yeah, we weren't keeping score in duck hunt because like we're just. It's just a random number assigned to, to birds. Like, yeah, th- this is golf. This like, is a this game is a worth keeping game. score, right? Yeah, right, right. It's, right. It's supposed to keep score. Right. Well, if, so for me, I think I didn't uh, didn't really keep track because I was playing with a second player. So I was just like, did I win or did I lose? Like that was yeah. You know, so I right. kind of forgot what the scores were afterwards. But I know at first it was definitely very bad for both of us, and then it okay. kind of got better as we played. Uh, any other stray thoughts before I move on? Got you. Got to call out uh, the Mario stand-in. Oh yeah, yeah, that that is an interesting thing that eventually, like later on in the NES's lifespan, they would just put him in, yeah, the, like on the cover of the game, and he's sporting like an awesome America suit, like it's like <laughs> pinstripes with, uh, not pinstripes, uh, it's like the American flag as yeah. an outfit. That's what yeah. he's wearing. But like, this is Mario, right? This is like Mario. I guess he seems like an ageless being, but I feel like this is Mario after he's married Peach and he let himself so go. So in the in the NES timeline, because we're <laughs> yeah. building this out. So this is after. This is after, definitely after Duck Hunt. After Duck Hunt, this is a post Duck Hunt world. Uh, after all the ducks <laughs> are rare. gone, yeah, all the ducks are gone. <laughs> all the ducks Mario have been is hunted. retired. You, you know things just haven't gone well because one, he's alone. He's not. He well, unless you know what. You're right. He might but have his brother there. Does this take well, place? And also, outside of this golf course, there's just an endless abyss of darkness. <laughs> so so we have to wonder what happened. Yeah. Um, I have a question, he's, though. He, he's definitely let himself go. Look at that. Look at his Maybe body. this takes place even after Duck Hunt 2 for Nintendo Switch that we were talking <laughs> That's about. True. That's true. Because we were talking about that in the other right. episode, and maybe that explains like the darkness <laughs> and like why Mario's alone just reduced to golf maybe mario <laughs> created the darkness maybe he's like an antagonist mm, in this Duck is Hunt 2. a limbo of sorts i think we have to move on now though um <laughs> and so i want to move on with an incredible thing worth talking about is that even if after all this praise that we've given to golf if you're like i'm not gonna play that game graphics are garbage not enough to it i would encourage you to dig up the copy that we know you have of Wii Sports because everybody <laughs> owns a copy of Wii Sports. Like anybody who bought a Wii has Wii Sports. Some people that don't even have a Wii have Wii... a copy of Wii Sports. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. It's just lying around. Wii Sports um, has a has golf in it as one of the sports, and one of the like many courses that you can go to is called Classic, and that is a 
exact replica wow, I did not of know golf that. for the NES. This game, the course is exactly the same in 3D. Pretty much the same concept, though, unfortunately, with motion controls. Yeah. So not as satisfying <laughs> as clicking your power meters. You will have to, like, wind up a swing uh, with your with your Wiimote. Uh, but I just thought that was really cool that they did that as, like, an homage to uh, golf on the NES. I mean, this is a game that's probably very important to Nintendo because, as we mentioned, you have Miyamoto, Iwata, and Koji Kondo all uh, working on this game. So this is probably something very important to them. Yeah, when when you said that that they all worked on this game too, then it, that's when it like clicked. I was like, that's why this game, this random golf game, is so right, good. Right, it's like... actually so good. <laughs> uh, and to Sean's point too, uh, and this is covered on the blog post on the website. Um, the website, of course, being nostalgicast.com. Nice plug. Uh, thank you. Uh, the the golf game here. There were two other games, also golf, that came out in Japan on computer systems around the same time. And they all kind of play exactly like this. And it is kind of a conspiracy <laughs> that all three of these games came out in Japan at the same time when nothing like this had ever been agreed upon. But it says something that the Nintendo version is the one we remember. Oh, yeah. You know, no one, no, we can't even play them. They never came to North America, those other two. But it's just incredible that, like, they, they had the idea, but they couldn't perfect it in the same way that the geniuses at Nintendo could geniuses geniuses <laughs> uh and then before we move on to the essential games list i have to mention of course that uh on nintendo switch since it's relevant right now uh it was in the news a while ago i don't think it can be done anymore but golf is the only uh nes game that's currently uh possible to play on the nintendo switch other than the verse system versions that they've been putting out but that's because it was put in by nintendo as a tribute to iwata after his passing Okay, really cool here for a minute. Uh, if you set the clock and you're not online, because that's the only way it would know otherwise, if you set the clock to J uh, July 11th, the day that uh, Satori Iwata passed, uh, if you perform his direct action when he did in the Nintendo Directs, <sighs> the directly to you, if you do that with the Joy-Con, with the right Joy-Con, uh, it will load up. A golf on the really? NES uh, for Switch. I believe since then they've taken it out. Why would they it was, take it out? It was just kind of like a nice thing I think that they wanted to have for themselves. I don't think they wanted people to get access to it and figure it out. But, of course, people were able to figure it out. But I just think that like that is such a touching tribute uh, to a legendary programmer and president of Nintendo. And it's just such a cool way yeah. to honor his legacy. Right. You got to love that they that they kind of bury things like that in there. It's, it's very cool right. to, yeah. to uncover. Very cool. Uh, okay, and with that, it's time to move into the Essential Games list. All right, it's the Essential Games list, and you know what that is by now. You got your PS4, you got your Nintendo Switch, you got your PC, and you know, you're playing games like Doki Doki Panic Literature Club. <laughs> and that's not the name of the game. That's two games mixed together, but I had to say it. Um, you're playing games like that in your backlog, and you're like, Huh, I wonder if golf for the NES is worth playing. And to be honest, you're a pretty strange person. Yeah, just, just have that random thought. To, to have that random thought, but also to be playing Doki Doki Literature Club and be like, what about golf? Like, <laughs> yeah, this this literature club is great, but I'm kind of more interested in golf simulation. Hit, hitting the links. Yeah, hitting the links. So uh, we're going to tell you right now if it's essential. And by essential, what we mean here isn't was it good for its time. We mean is it worth playing today. So Joe... Walk me through it. All right. So, I mean, I will say I think that this is 
you won't regret playing this game. You'll definitely it's definitely a lot of fun, and I we've all been very high on it, and uh, I I really liked it a lot. But I think that there's not there's a good chance that really other golf games are going to be as fun that came out later. So as much as I say this is definitely worth playing, I don't know if I would necessarily necessarily say it's essential today. So you're holding off just because you think there might be a better golf game worthy of the essentialist? I, I think it's unlikely that that there aren't any golf games that did this as well. Because because it, fundamentally it all comes down to it's a very simple thing. But are you saying think, then that – I'm asking you, are you saying that a golf game will definitely make your essentials list? It just has to be better? Oh, I'm I not saying an saying. NES golf game. I'm just saying that like they're prob- you could probably like, oh, yeah, boot up your PS4 right, right, and play like, a golf like, yeah, game. Yeah, what you're getting out of – gotcha, okay. Right. You could probably boot up PS4 and play a golf game and – just I'm wanted sure to make sure of the clarification games. there. Right. I'm sure there are bad golf games, but I'm sure there are golf games that are at least as good. And if not better, maybe you can now turn 360 degrees instead of, you know. So the little things that uh, that bugged us about this might be fixed. And honestly, like, I still think this is a great game. I still think you should play it. I don't know if it's if it's a must today. Gotcha. Uh, okay, and I'll go uh, just to spice it up a little bit. Uh, I don't, I shouldn't. I shouldn't always go last. I shouldn't always have that uh, Yeah, you, you don't have that power, Mike. Right. Um, <laughs> so for me, I don't know. I don't know why I became obsessed with this game. I don't like golf. All right? <laughs> golf isn't really for me. I I got a really sore shoulder the one time I, like, went to, like, just even dri- a driving range. Like, I've never even played golf. Mini golf, no one's good at that. Like, you know, like, that's just a thing that people play. Um, well, not unless you take it seriously, Mike. Yeah, all right, okay, uh, which is true. So I'm sorry to all the mini golf people I insulted. Um, <laughs> this game simplifies so much of golf, but it also retains a surprising bit of depth. Uh, there's so many choices you can make, and at the same time, they've broken it down to only those seven elements that we talked about earlier. But uh, even if the game is rewarding, I just feel like it's still just a 2D NES golf game that just because I'm someone who didn't like golf and enjoyed it, I can't guarantee that non-golf fans all over the world are going to play NES golf and be like, this is just a, a fundamentally good game. Like, we can't say that with certainty. Just because I do think that what what has been improved on since then, similar to Joe's point, like I've tried some of the PGA Tour golf games, and I do think that they improve on the idea of golf while still keeping it pretty simple. Mm-hmm. You know, nothing is ever as complicated as playing real golf and that's that's good we would never want a video game to be (laughs) as realistic as the actual experience it should be a gamified element of it and for that reason i think that while golf was super fun for me and i had a great time with it i can't recommend this as like a definitive nes game yeah i think um i actually uh behind the scenes requested to go last because i could feel myself um, getting really amped up over this game, and I knew I was I was getting drunk off of golf. Um, I really didn't want that to um, make me do a, a regrettable decision in putting it on the essential games list. Right. Um, but because I did have a lot of fun, I just like sports games, and I'm going to be a lot higher on sports games than I think most of us will be. Um, just because I, I love the history of uh, – I've talked about this before with baseball and tenured fight. Like, the history of the evolution of trying to simulate the same thing. Um, and I think that because of that extended history, 
of sports games outside of any console um we there should never maybe there'll be an exception but i don't think that there's going to be a sports game on our essential games list just because there's always going to be a better version right <laughs> like uh pga tour uh with tiger woods like those games i mean yeah they're all kind of samey but they're a lot better than this game um and same with every other sport i think so, and yeah. i think like to that point we're we're kind of giving it a resounding play it if you're a fan of nes games yeah you know like i i definitely think it's worth trying if you're interested in the nes uh but i don't think that like i can recommend this to someone who's like just just like you know oh i like retro games and it's like you know uh yeah i want to play golf like you know it's like ah not this yeah you know not 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 this this is yeah this is the earliest this is the primitive version of everything that's going to come after it but it just we're just so impressed at how well it does it right Mm -hmm. it seems like we all kind of recommend the game but can't say it's it's a must right you know yeah play it play it it's great it's fun but you don't have to you know it's not this you're not going to miss out on like something something that that's necessary you know yep all right uh and that's all the time we have for this episode of nostalgia Join us next time for Gyromite, and be sure to play it yourself if you can. For more Nostalgia, please subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen, and be sure to check out NostalgiaCast.com. That's N-E-S-T-A-L-G-I-A-Cast.com. There you'll find links to the show and show notes, as well as our other platforms such as Twitch, YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. Thank you so much for your support of Nostalgia. We thank you for spending time with us. I'm Michael Esposito. You can find me on at Esposito Film on Twitter, and I'll talk to you soon.